from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Starting this hour is going to be Anthony. Anthony's with us in Jackson, Tennessee. Hi, Anthony. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? All right. Uh, my question today involves uh, have to do with paying off a mortgage or saving up a down payment for a new house. My wife and I, are uh, we just became consumer debt-free, and we will have our emergency fund built up within the next two months. And I just wasn't sure uh, if it's better to build the equity in our existing mortgage, and I think we could get it paid off within that two- to three-year period, or just save up a pile of cash. Well, congratulations. Way to go, man. Thank you. Feels good to get control, doesn't it? It does. 55000 in 18 months. Ooh. It was a student loans and a car loan. Way to go. That's exciting. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. So the question is, you're thinking ahead to paying off your mortgage. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes, either that or, or getting a sizable down payment for cash. I didn't know which one would be more beneficial. Well, once you've got your emergency fund saved, walking down the baby steps, then you're going to start putting that 15% away for retirement. Right. Do you have anything with kids college coming up? Do you have kids? Uh, we, we do have a, a one year old little girl. We haven't really started anything on her yet because we we're getting out of debt. That's right. And when the time comes, you'll want to make sure that you're doing baby step five. So opening something, uh, an ESA or some 529 for her, making sure you're putting mm-hmm. some money aside from that. And then when it's time to start paying down the mortgage, I would not do a lump sum and throw it at it. I would make the payments, extra payments whenever you have the money put it onto the mortgage. And here's why. This is this is the Jade way of saying this. Because whenever you have a stack of money just sitting there, it gets real tempting to use, oh, you know what? I think we might need a new vehicle. Or, oh, you know what? We do need a vacation to Hawaii, right? It's easy to think that that money can be earmarked for something else. And so I like the idea of just piling it onto the mortgage when the time comes. That way it's out of your hands and it's building you know, equity and it's that forced savings account. Um, forced. Forced savings. That's yeah. what a guy I used to work for called it, Anthony. He said, when you pay extra on the mortgage, it's a forced savings account. Because it's real hard. I mean, it, it's a, you can do it, but it's a lot of trouble yeah. to get the equity out of your house to go buy a bass boat. <laughs> it's not hard to do it out of your savings account. And so um, it's just, you know, you're going to stay on task for the move up in-house. And you're, you're, the good news, the weird thing is about paying down your mortgage, it feels like the money's gone. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just saved in the equity because you get the money when you sell the house. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're consuming the money, like you spent it or something. Right. It's not gone. And so it's just, you know, what is a better place? I like the forest aspect of it. And uh, and the other thing is when you do get the house paid off, plans might have changed. That's right. That's absolutely true. And plans so even if they don't, that's fine. I'm not saying they have to change, but if they don't change and you're going to sell the house and sell it, they'll give you a big yeah. old check at the closing because you ain't got any mortgage. Yeah. And off we go. So yeah, forced savings plan. It's a good idea to trick yourself into as many smart things as you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Auto, I say automate smart. And mm. so when you automate those extra payments or when you just automatically put those towards debt, it's a smart habit that's automated. Now, the only time, Dave, that I would stack up 
a pile of money to pay off a debt is if there was some sort of deal that I was getting. Like with, if you had a private student loan and they said, hey, if if you pay a lump sum, we'll give you some off. That's mm-hmm. the only time mm-hmm. I might stack up. Well, or a, a 401k loan, you can't pay mm-hmm. extra on it. You that's can only right. pay the minimum or a lump sum, yeah. one of the two. So you have to stack up yep, to knock out a right. 401k loan. Something along those lines, then you have to, yeah. But other than that, I agree, yeah. And, you know, hey, guys, it's a good idea to have. i got a bunch of auto draft mm-hmm. for good things like going into mutual funds, auto draft going into savings, auto draft automatically paying everything mm-hmm. so I never miss a discount on all utilities. Mm-hmm. Everything's full auto. Uh has been since before it was cool. Yeah. Before digital. Yeah. You know, I've been on auto everything. But and and you know, what I just said is I'm going to automate smart and make stupid hard. That's good. Let me call out something though because I've been there when you went from struggle slices to a non-struggle situation back when it was struggle slices i hated automating things because i never knew what my money was looking like and somebody could pull that money out of my account overdraw my account and so when we finally got to the situation where okay like money's good life is good that was a hard transition to make Mm -hmm. it was like the old brain going Mm -hmm. no 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 and then the Mm -hmm. the new brain has to go yes yes we we manage our money now like this is good so (laughs) it's not it's not yeah i'm not living crisis to crisis i don't have to control the crisis i can let let the thing flow and so yeah i haven't paid a utility bill in years that's great i love that except direct you know except direct Mm -hmm. auto 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 uh, deduct or whatever the flip yeah. you call it and you know so it's just yeah in i don't know decades like yeah. forever simplify and it and so yeah uh, david bach talks about that in an old book that came out back when our, my first bestseller came out financial peace he came out a couple of years later with a book called automatic millionaire mm. and he talks you know just auto drafting into your mutual fund auto that's the beauty of the 401k it comes right. out of your paycheck you don't even miss it that's right and uh it, it's the only reason that the income tax system in america works Please talk about that, Dave. You know, I mean, if you had a guy, <laughs> if you had a guy named Matthew that was at your office and when you got your check, you got cash, you didn't get a check <laughs> and you had to walk out and hand Matthew the tax collector. Like what you did there. Yeah. You see how I did that? Yeah. Yeah. If you had to, if you had to walk out and hand Matthew the tax collector actual cash out of your check that he was going to then supposedly take to the federal government there would be a revolution in this country with pitchforks Mm -hmm. and torches but the sheep have been lulled to sleep by auto draft Mm -hmm. out of your check and they sure wouldn't be giving him extra to get back later as a refund you know matthew i'm gonna i'm just gonna leave a little with you Matthew, the tax collector, you look like a good guy. I'm just going to leave a little extra with you. And come April, you can hand it back to me with no interest. That's a really good point. (laughs) It would end all tax refunds. There would be no overpayment by God. Uh Because every dollar coming out of your hand would squeak. (laughs) Every dollar coming out of your hand would cause anger. Every dollar coming out of your hand would cause you to vote again correctly. Oh, my God. And yeah. it cause you to fire a whole bunch of people that can't seem to balance their books. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. It would change a little trillion here, a trillion there. you know. That's and right. then pretty soon we get into some serious money. Wow. Oh, That's wow. Look, Dave, I just want to be able to start a sentence with my first bestseller. That's what you did. It's coming before you know I love, it. I love that. It's coming before you know it. <laughs> my first bestseller. Coming before you know it. <laughs> That's after you've had a second one, right? Is that, right. Is that how that works? That's okay. how it works. Well, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. I got a feeling, Jade. I got a feeling. This is The Ramsey Show.
Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Hey, folks, uh, we know a lot of people who tune into every single episode that we do. Thank you for that. And you know all the answers. You can answer the questions faster than we can. But you're still stressed. You're still stuck. Why is that? Because it turns out knowing what to do isn't the deal. Doing it is the deal. You can know what to do and not do it and have no success whatsoever. Thus, the problem with only knowing. Application is part of wisdom. And the proven way to change your behavior with money is by taking Financial Peace University. It's our nine-week class or nine-lesson class. A lot of people do it in nine weeks. You get with a superhero called a coordinator that will encourage you and hold you accountable, act as your personal trainer as you go through, and you're in a class either virtually or in a group class over at your church. That's why this class has worked for over 10 million people. And after nine weeks, you will never handle money the same way again. The typical person has an $8,000 turnaround in 90 days. That's right. They typically pay off $5,300 in debt in the first 90 days and save $2,700 in the first 90 days. $8,000 is pretty good turnaround. Mm-hmm. That's a called ROI, return on investment. Financial Peace University. Check it out, RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. P-U. Calandra is with us in Shreveport. Hey, Calandra, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you for having me. Certainly. How can we help? Uh, I have a question about uh, baby step number one, and uh, I kind of want you to give me a bit of a critique on if you think I'm real serious about this or not. Okay. All right. What's going on? Okay, so I am halfway through baby step number one, working on saving that $1,000. And unfortunately, in my city, well, really in all of Shreveport, Bossier, and some of the Arklatex, uh, our power was out. And so I had to throw away my whole fridge, basically, and refill it, and it set me back a bit. But that's neither really here nor there. The electricity's back on. Great. But... um, it's like every time I start to save my money up, something like this happens to me. And I'm not really complaining about it. I'm a little frustrated, but I am starting to wonder if maybe I just am not making enough money. It's, what do you make? To even get to that step. Uh, right now, I'm making $2,000 a month. I live really, really cheap. Um, I don't have a lot of expenses, but I do have a ton of debt. Yeah. I am making, like I said, two thousand a month. I pay six fifty a month for my rent, a um, couple hundred dollars a month, like two hundred and thirty-seven dollars a month for my car, plus another one hundred dollars for my insurance, a mm-hmm. hundred dollars for my uh, phone. Uh, you know, things like that. How I, old I are you? Save yeah. about three hundred dollars. Twenty-six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, for the critique, this is. I do want you to make more money, but specifically for yeah. baby step one. You got like the the thing 
the thing that's going to keep life from happening to you on this and you know you take one step forward two steps back it's speed you've got to come in like a wrecking ball and just bull through this i mean you're selling stuff you're going so hard in the paint most people save this within 30 days like that i wanted to ask you how long have you been on baby step one yeah but two thousand dollars you can't do it with yeah that's what i'm right. saying yeah. she's got to go she's got to pick yeah. up all the work yeah. do all the things the babysitting the house what cleaning. Do you, what do you do all for a living uh, i'm a banker i work at a bank full-time mm-hmm. doing what i'm just a teller at the oh, bank okay all right yeah i'm yeah. not like one of those loan specialists or anything like I that you. i just got this job like two months ago okay. uh well mm-hmm. not two months ago like in february high school but education the day that i started yep uh i'm back in college i'm going for my uh associates in business and then I will get a better paying job and then I will continue on with my bachelor's in business. How are you paying for the associates? Um, actually, my job is paying for it. Great, for me. great, great, great. Yeah, so there's a path. You have a path in front of you to earning more, which is good. Mm-hmm. But for the mm-hmm. here and now, we've got to find ways to earn more. And I'm not saying right. that... I, I, I like that you're on a path to earning more, but... You got to pick up more hours somehow. Maybe not, obviously, maybe not at the bank. Yeah. I'm not sure what they offer there. Let me ask you something. Well, okay. Um, yes. When you took the banker job or the teller job at the bank, um, yes. the, um, obviously you were looking for work at that point. What were you doing before that? <laughs> before that, I was a full-time artist, a painter and muralist. I was teaching this part-time job. Uh, teaching art to children and like um okay so that you took the let me let me see if i can get in your head for a second did you take this job part-time job did you Mm -hmm. let me see if i can get in your head a second did you take this job to uh because it felt like it was like you were like being an artist you might have felt a little bit irresponsible part-time and all that this is like a responsible big girl job i'm going to get on a track here to build a career no I actually took that job because uh, I took that job because back in the day I was in school for graphic design and I was paying for everything out of pocket. I'm the first person in my family to go to college. Mm-hmm. And when I reached out to get support for not only my family, but for my counselors as well, um, I didn't really get a, a lot of good support. I didn't yeah, get very much yeah. feedback and I was doing everything on my yeah. own. And then I, I think you're, I think you're amazing. The thing I'm thinking about is, um, I, I would like for you to do something that maybe is not as, um, uh, I don't know. Like not, not, not as whimsical. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd like for you to make twice as much money at something that doesn't sound as fun as banking or sound as professional as banking. If you were to clean houses and make 48000 or you can be a teller and uh, be $24,000, i will take the clean houses right now. Okay. Look, you're creative. You have a skill set and you have an offering that the average person can't do. There is a way that you can monetize that in some way and make more money at, per hour than you're doing right now. Yeah, you, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I I applaud your move in the direction you're going, and I applaud all the decisions you're making. I think you're an incredible young lady. It's fun talking to you. 
I would like for you to find a way to make a, have a, a job that might not make uh, everybody around you think you're cool or uh, proud or whatever, but I don't give a crap that makes more money right now. You need some more That's money. What I'm thinking. Yeah. If you could mm-hmm. go make 48,000 on your day job and make another 20,000 on your side job, teaching art to kids and create some kind of uh, uh, mentoring program mm-hmm. or some kind of, uh, 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 tutoring program yeah. or something along those lines. Summer that you, workshops. Yeah, something. you get you get paid serious. And, and you know, if I could get your income, like, and then that increases your speed, because part of the problem is is that you you're not making any money. That's right. That's I mean, the it's problem. what you're. And it's not a put down because I think you're moving in the right direction, and um and you don't have good uh, people around you to tell you to go do this or go do that. Yeah. And so we're going to be those people. Yep. Okay, we're going to help you. Uh, I want to do a couple things. One is uh, I'm going to put you through Financial Peace University, our nine-week program. I also want you to take Ken Coleman with the Ramsey Networks. He has a show on career and on jobs, and he has an assessment, a career assessment. It's $30, but I'm going to give it to you, okay? And I'm also going to give you his book, From Paycheck to Purpose. I'm going to load you up, kiddo, because I think you got huge potential, Mm -hmm. And we're going to come around you, put our arms around you, and love you, hug you, and say, get them, Tiger. Mm-hmm. Get them. And you call back here any time and remind us of this conversation, and we'll talk to you and, and help you. We'll be the ones in your corner. But right now, I would rather you be in a job that is not as um, – uh, I don't know what the right word is. It's not respectable. That's not the right word. But it's not it's not as professional-sounding. Yeah. I, you know. There's She's nothing. a free spirit. She needs yeah. a free spirit reflective Bankers, job. let me tell you about banking in general, okay? Banking, big title, little money. Mm. Just clear, in general. Clearly, clearly. Just in general. And t- tell her bottom of that barrel. Mm-hmm. Big title, little money. Lots of, lots of walking around like I'm doing something, no money. So when someone says they're a banker, I always snicker. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Daniel and Danielle are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Good. Good. How are you you doing? Better than we deserve. Welcome. Good to have you guys. Where do y'all live? Brunswick, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Oh, fun. Just down the road. Well, welcome to Nashville. How much debt have y'all paid off? $237,000. Yay! How long did that take? eight years whoa okay and your range of income during that time Ooh, uh eighty thousand dollars to start with uh mm-hmm. about 140 now cool what do y'all do for a living we're foresters very good good That's cool so two hundred thirty-seven thousand eight years i'm gonna guess and say that might be your house yes sir student loans family loans and the mortgage way wow. to go look at it weirdos how old are you two 34 and 33 all right very cool so you start this around 25 years old and you knock out everything student loans and the house what's this house worth about three hundred thousand now okay wow Wow. very cool good for you how does it feel to be free relieving (laughs) yes yes been working on it a long time i hear you i hear you very cool so what started all this eight years ago is that when y'all got married actually right after we got married yeah Uh, we took took financial peace uh, at a local church, and uh, since then we got on it pretty hard and uh, had three kids. In the meantime, uh, we've taught the class 
three times. Three times. Oh, thank you. Ourselves uh, and hoping to maybe do it again this year. Wow. That's very, very. So how do you even, so you took financial peace at the church. How did you find out about it? Was it your church or did somebody tell you about it? So when we first started getting married, um, I'm the one that brought the debt into the marriage. So I had $47,000 in student loan debts and I knew that we needed to tackle it and he was on board. We had a friend who actually went to the church that hosted it that said, hey, you might want to check this out and kind of heard about you a little bit. So we thought it would be a good opportunity, you know, when we first get married after the Christmas holidays, you know, let's go through this. And um, it was a goal for both of us to pay off the student loan debt before we started having our family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that really kind of set off the journey. Very, very cool. So she brought $47,000 of student loan debt into it. Daniel, what, I mean, tell me, just be honest. I had, <laughs> I had no, no student loans. Thankfully, uh, parents that, that paid for my college, which is what we're trying to do for our kids. Yeah, and, also smarter uh, than me. So, and <laughs> yeah, had scholarships, uh, but we did, uh, borrow money to make a down payment on the house. Mm -hmm. when uh -huh. We did buy it. So we did have that. Yeah. But you were like, her debt's my debt. Like, we're going to go get this. Yeah. He wasn't really <laughs> quite on board for us. We had very different mindsets when it comes to money. Like, I, you know, had student loan debt. So I was used to seeing $100 in the bank account and be like, I got $100. I'm good. And he was not quite that yeah. way. Not um, got it. <laughs> so you were like, I'll drain down my account, pay this thing. And for him, that was like, this is very uncomfortable. It was exactly. very uncomfortable. For about two years, honestly, we lived off of his salary and my whole salary uh, went to the student loan debts. Mm -hmm. So I worked as a county forester, which doesn't make a ton of money through the state. And he worked private industry forester. So we just completely lived off of that. And then I'm just, you know, we already, I was already used to living off a hundred bucks. So it wasn't really that hard. <laughs> <laughs> that mm, is very cool. Very cool. Good for you guys. Ooh. Way to go, y'all. Okay, you. now you've led the class. You're getting ready to lead it again. You've been through it. And uh, in Financial Peace University, people are going to come up to you and they go, you paid off 237000 How did you do that? What's the secret? What are you telling them? Be diligent. Pa uh, just patience. Patient and diligent. Just takes time. Mm -hmm. Eight years is a long time. It's a long time. Was it worth it? It was yes. worth it. Yes. Our oldest is five. We have a middle child that's four, and our youngest is two. We paid off. Uh, we paid for two new cars with cash. Um, yeah, that's all of them right there. Wow. So the youngest one now, she's mean. She'll get you. But um, <laughs> through all of it, like when we're teaching, I mean, we try to really help those that are going through it. The, the comparison game because that's where everyone's going to get you you know just going out to lunch here it's not a big deal for this and so really being tunneled in focus because some of those even closest to you may not necessarily understand what it is you're doing while you're doing it you know live for the moment not for necessarily worry about that down the line so we try to help them go through and understand be patient mm -hmm. you know be diligent stick to the plan keep your vision on the long term so who were your, who were your cheerleaders like who were the people that kept you guys focused encouraged you kept you going did you have those people i would say it was us. Yeah, starting out it was each other yeah. uh and then as we've taught the class and had folks uh well teaching the class first of all every two years is a great reminder yes, because it is. about that point in time two years later we were starting to let the wheels get a little wobbly mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. we'd take the class and we'd be fired up again that's right um so that's been huge for us just from an accountability standpoint and then uh those folks that we've seen go through the class that keep keep checking in and mm -hmm. friends uh now that 
we're checking in on them and just kind of keep trial on the prize. So, yes, it you know, does. It's been get good. the right get the right peer group around you. That's right. Yeah, very cool. Good job, guys. You're heroes. You. I'm so Woo. proud of you. Very neat. Thanks for coming all the way up here to do your debt-free scream, too. And thanks for leading Financial Peace University. It's a big deal. It's been a bucket list for about seven years. So. <laughs> wow. Well, we're, we're honored. We're honored to have be on your bucket list and to have you here. And you're a very, very cool couple. Mm-hmm. Very well done, y'all. Very well done. 100% debt-free, making 140, no house payment, no nothing, 33 Woo. years old, living in a $300,000 house. How much is in your retirement accounts? I haven't looked at it in the last couple of months. It's probably, probably one two hundred between the two of us. Probably. That's great. Yeah, yeah. well so on your way. So you're at a half million dollar net worth already, and you're 33 years old. So you'll be millionaires by the time you're 38. Pretty Come easy. Come on, that's the goal. Yeah. All the kids' college savings account yeah. set up and millionaire foresters. Oh come on! Not, not something you hear every day. They're cool. Look at you them. Don't She's usually like a cowgirl. Go, you don't usually I'm go like... into forestry for the money. It's not. It's not usually the big money, right? Yeah. It depends on which part you're going no, to. Okay. <laughs> She's like, don't be uh, deceived, Dave. We're we got getting this choices money. <laughs> now. We got choices. Yeah. Everybody needs toilet paper. There you go. <laughs> We're not going out of business, that's for sure. Well, that's good. Well, hey, it's so good to have you all. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Very, very well done. And uh, future Baby Steps Millionaires right here in front of us. Very so good cool. stuff. All right, Dan. Oh, we've got the uh, Baby Steps Millionaires book for you, the Total Money Makeover book for you, and the, another Financial Peace University membership. You'll be able to give that to someone who's in need. Get them in your class and on us, and our way of saying thanks and our way of saying congratulations. So that's the uh, Live and Give box. We'll send that with you as you go. Very good stuff. Fun, fun. What a cool couple. So Daniel cool. and Danielle, $237,000 paid off. House and everything by the time they're 33. Did it in eight years, making 80 to 140. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, two, one. one. We're, We're debt-free. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's great. That's exactly what this is for. It is. I love that they kept coordinating the classes to stay motivated. I, it holds you accountable. Because you cannot be, the, the typical human cannot coordinate a class while not doing it. So it, yeah. Hold, it, yeah. it, it, it the hip, you can't be a hypocrite. Most right. people, Most people have a sense of honor, a sense of integrity, mm-hmm. and they, they know that. They don't want to. You know, you don't want to be around. If you're going to bail, if you're going to jump off the wagon, not fall off the wagon, uh-huh. you know, you don't want to be around people on the wagon. I get. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it just goes to show. I mean, we talk about all the time the importance of getting in Financial Peace University because it's so extensive what you're learning in those classes. You can't. You can suck up a lot of it in one round, but you need to go a couple of rounds to really get it all sucked in. You remember it. You're doing it, you know, because it's seven baby steps here. You know yeah. what you remember from lesson one when you from from step one when you first come in is different when well, you get to baby step six. You're different. You're different yeah. by the time you get there. And yeah. so, yeah, hearing it again, you hear it with different eyes, hear it with different ears, see it with different eyes. That's right. And um, you know, it's like I read us read the same Bible story ten years later. Yeah. It, you see something completely different that's right. that you didn't see before. The story didn't change. The words on the page didn't change. You changed. That's right. That's what happens. This is The Ramsey Show.
Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Holly is in Bentonville, Arkansas. Hey, Holly, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? Hey, so I have um, made a lot of changes over the last year. I've increased my salary from 40000 to 82000 days with a 15% yearly bonus. I've paid off my car. I've bought a house. Um, I've never had a credit card, but I do have about 30000 in student loans. And I am wondering how I should prioritize my bucket. So student loans, savings, emergency funds, and investing. And also some tips for someone who's never created like a true budget before and has never been in like a stable money environment. Mm, very good. Well, um, you are asking all yes. the right questions. You okay. are so smart. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, th- this is great. Um, so the 30K in student loans, is it just one lump sum or is it broken to like a billion loans? It's a couple of different ones. Um, uh-huh. I'm also including a parent plus loan that my dad had taken out because okay. I'd like to pay that instead of having him pay that. Okay. Well, what I would do, if that's your only debt, I would list it. I would start with that. Um, I'd list it from smallest to largest and start attacking that debt. Now, by the way, do you have any savings laying around of any kind? Uh, well, funny story. I had 12000 and then I've had two car engine failures within the last month. Shoot. So now I'm down to about, I know, so now I'm down to about 6000 Okay. Um, so I kind of have some left. So what I would do, I'm, what I'm doing here is I'm walking through our baby steps. I would keep $1,000 set aside. That's just your starter emergency fund, just like quick rainy day fund. So that's thing one. And then the money left. So you said you had 6000 put 1000 aside, take the other money and throw it at your student loans and get a head start on that and then continually work to pay those student loans off. So that's kind of like your big focus right now. Um, And then after that, we were just walking down the steps through the baby steps. After you've paid off the debt, then you can beef up your emergency fund to about three to six months of expenses. And then after that, we would start the investing process. Um, So, and it goes on down the line into seven baby steps. I'm guessing you're a new listener with us. So if I say anything that you're like, what the heck is that, Jade? Just stop me. So Holly, what we figured out is, is this money thing, what you is exactly what you discovered. It all comes at you at once mm-hmm. and you're like, where do I start? And uh-huh. that was, that was kind of your question in a sense. Right. And so yes. we figured out you can do anything if you do it a baby step at a time, one little baby step at a time, you can eat how you eat an elephant, a bite at a time. Right. And so we mm-hmm. broke down good personal financial planning 25 or 30 years ago into progressive seven baby steps and baby step one is thousand dollars little starter emergency fund everything else goes at baby step two until you're done and baby step two is pay off all your debt except your house list your debts in this case your student loans you've got sounds like three of them smallest to largest what's the smallest one about three thousand good i want you to pay and how much did you have in savings Six thousand. I want you to pay it off today. Okay. Then baby step. Ooh, then then the debts. Good. Yeah. Then your debt snowball because we're going to go down to a thousand. Okay. Then the throw everything down to a thousand at the next debt, and we're going to continue to attack these debts because when you only have a thousand in your account, it's a little scary, right? Just me saying mm-hmm. it, you went woo, right? And yeah. that that little bit of fear motivates you to get very, very, very intense 
on knocking these debts out very, very quickly. Beans and rice, rice and beans, scorched earth lifestyle, living on a detailed budget. By the way, we're going to help you with that, too, in just a minute, okay? And then then what you'll do is... um, uh, uh, as soon as all your debts are paid off, smallest to largest, now with no payments in the world and a newfound control doing your budget, you then do what Jade said and go to baby step three, which is three to six months of expenses as your emergency fund, a fully funded proper emergency fund. $1,000 is not enough. Right. Okay. And then once you've done that, now you've laid the foundation. You got control of your income and you've got a baseline to keep people off of you. In terms of the emergency fund, now we can start building wealth. And baby step four is 15% of your income into retirement. Five is kids' college. If you don't have kids, that one doesn't apply. Six is you pay off your house early. Seven is with no house payment, no payments in the world, money going into your retirement account. There's nothing left to do but become very wealthy. We're teaching people how to become millionaires in 12 to 15 years doing this. With your income, if you'll lean into this, we can do it maybe a little quicker than that because you're doing really, really good. So that's how those things work, and that's the background on what you're doing. We also developed several years ago and have continued to iterate literally the world's best budgeting app, and it's free to use. It's called Every Dollar. Okay, so just go online and download the Every Dollar app. It's going to teach you to give every one of your dollars a name and an assignment so that it behaves. Because money will not behave unless you make it behave. I know, that's right. And just, you know, when you start this budget, just give yourself patience. Because if you've not been a budgeter before, it takes time to get used to what the amounts are, what this feels like. It takes time to learn how to say no to purchases. So just, yeah, you know, your, give your yourself. First, your first month, you'll suck. Yeah, it, yeah, you'll just blow but, it out of the yeah. water. And then your second month, you'll start to work a little bit. The third mm-hmm. month, it takes three months for it to really work yeah. good. yep. But it, the budgeting app's free. We're going to send you a book called The Total Money Makeover. Sold about 10 million of those. And it's the, it's the detailed, nuanced thing on the baby steps, exactly how to do it and why to do it. And that's why it sold so many copies, because people want to know exactly what you wanted to know. Mm-hmm. You're asking all the right questions. Very good. Yeah, you're pretty cool. Hang on. Uh, Austin will sign. Uh, I'll pick up. We'll get you a book delivered. And just jump online and pick up the Every Dollar app. It's completely free to start trying it. And, uh, and I think you'll see what we're talking about pretty quickly. It's, it's very robust, very easy to use. Um, what is the crap they always say about apps, uh, that I don't ever oh, believe? They're, they're intuitive. Yeah. And it's not intuitive for me, but this one is, <laughs> you know, what? I think I will say this as a person who's I, I, not I tech have, savvy, it is yeah, for I me. I have a fit if it's not intuitive. Me so. too. Uh, but they always tell me that when I'm frustrated. Dave, it's intuitive. What, what does that mean? I don't have intuition. Maybe your intuition is I don't, off. What, do you, what does that mean? What are you saying uh, about me? I, you're saying I'm not intelligent? No, worse. I don't have intuition. You Every know. dollar is intuitive, even for those of us that, quote, lack intuition. When you look Apple up, when you look Apple up in the uh, in the Greek, it means frustrated. <laughs> I mean, it's just for me, I, I, but I I'm a you. boomer and I don't know anything. So I don't know. all you cool kids all got that stuff. And I will, I do want you to keep in mind that there's one place that there was a bite taken out of the apple that was fatal and that was in the garden of Eden. So, and that apple has a bite out of it. I'm just saying, so you might want to look at that logo and think about that. What do I know though? That is funny, Dave. You're sounding like a conspiracy theorist up in here. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not being serious at all. None of you believe. I have Apple in. There's one right here. There you go. I'm laying right here. Yep. And so, and I'm. 
I'm with you. I'm, I, I diligently hire people to teach me to work it. That's so funny. <laughs> Look, I will say, as a person, I don't love technology. The only reason I have it is because I have to. Sam buys my phone. Every dollar, it's if I can you use can it, do it, I think anybody can use it. The way I feel it. about it is Rachel can do it. Oh. And that's how I know it's easy. <laughs> so it's I'll talk great. about her behind her back. But yeah, she's she's the spokesman for every dollar. Is she? And that's the Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's how we know it's easy. I so. like it because there's a couple of new things that they implemented in oh, it. Oh, that paycheck yes. planning. That paycheck one completely planning. changed everything. Yeah. If you guys have been off of every dollar for a couple of years, or you lo- you're one of those people who download the app, never got rid of it, and mm-hmm. like never went back and looked at it in eight years. Do y'all, do y'all keep apps around like you don't clean your closets? I mean, what is it with you people? <laughs> but anyway, if you're one of those people, you ought to go back and open the thing back up, get the update, because yes. that paycheck planning makes all the difference. It's irregular income, this solves all your problems. If you're like on commissions or like, you know, getting sporadic income, solves that problem it's got that financial roadmap thing yep where you can really Changed everything just project and see you can see how long it's going to take you to get out of baby we, step we know two. it worked because we use fancy words like engagement is up. ah that's right that's and right that has nothing to do with getting married it just has to do with the use of the app apparently okay. engagement is up that's There's good not, not number of people getting engaged on every dollar <laughs> but engagement of the actual app so there you go <laughs> Oh, See, this stuff. is what happens when you have a boomer running a technology company. This is, what, <laughs> this is exactly how it unfolds. Yeah. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show. What's up, guys? It's Jade. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.